going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of For the Love of Cinema. I am your host, Grayson Maxwell. I'm Roger Stillian. And I'm Christopher Bond. Welcome to episode 225, where we're talking about the Mitchells versus the Machines from Netflix and Tom Clancy's Without Remorse from Amazon. Gentlemen, what is going on? How has your week been? Rainy. Wet. Cold. Did you guys wish your mother's happy Mother's Day? Yes. I did. I did good. that. You guys are good. My, I also told my wife happy Mother's Day. Good. Same. You guys are dutiful sons and husbands. I like it. And fathers. Mm. Yeah, let's, 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 let's be careful with the last part. Why? <laughs> fathers? What, Don't I mean, incriminate yourself. Plead <laughs> the fifth. I'm not... I'm not a father, though. Are you talking? Never mind. I probably didn't get it. Whatever. Anyway. We're referencing ourselves, not asshole. You. <laughs> I figured. All right. What, what else is going on, guys? Anything fun? No. I threw yeah. a perfect game in MLB The Show this morning at 8.31 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Are you happy? With, you, didn't, you didn't tweet it out or anything. I didn't see it. Maybe I didn't. No. I'll, I'll probably put it on my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> that was not tweet worthy. <laughs> it's only in the minors. So. I mean, it's a pretty big deal. What's I haven't, your got, team? Call, haven't got called up yet. What's your team uh, in MLB called? I play for the Memphis Redbirds. The Memphis Triple Redbirds. A. Triple A team. Okay. Chris, what about you? What, what, do you, what do you play in these days? Just World of Warcraft. A lot of World of Warcraft. World of World of Warcraft. I'm a nerd. Are people still like, is that, that reached its peak sometime in like 2005? Has it ever reached its peak? It actually had its highest, highest grossing year with uh, this, this expansion. Oh, really? I thought, okay. I read that wrong. But is it, so there's still like record, like millions of people playing this game? Yep. Yeah, yeah, at least at least that expansion launched and, and made that's it. That's so that's so impressive. Just I mean, when did that game launch? Two thousand four ish, two thousand five, something like that. Yeah, yeah, right around then. Yeah, it was right before I graduated high school. God, that's so impressive for that game is still going on like that. But it's had it's had its rocky days. The, uh, the director <laughs> of the the director of the film actually is starting again to talk about another one. Oh, good, good. Maybe so they, they I look, I'm I'm in the minority that I look that movie's terrible, but I actually kind of enjoyed it. I like the, that they had the balls to go back to the beginning, 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 and start that story, which I thought was you know commendable. If nothing else, that was commendable. That's for sure. Yeah. You say the balls, I say the, I say the the lack of knowledge, but it's fine. I mean, it's just one that I hope we get a follow up to, but I don't think we're going to. I mean, it's not like Blizzard's hurting for money; they they can't be hurting for money at, at all. Activision ever. is always hurting for more money. Well, Activision <laughs> oh, is a bunch of greedy pieces of crap. Well. All right, back to the world of movies. What did you guys watch besides what we watched for this week? Anything? I watched some Marvel movies this weekend. I I, I have two. Mine wasn't because I'm not watching them like Chris is. <laughs> they were just on TV, and they're decent to just watch. So, I mean, well, they're good to just turn on and like for background noise too. Contrary to to Grace's belief, though, there are they are generally good movies. I you know I'll give you generally good. I'll I'll give you that, but I I won't ever give you great. So maybe mm-hmm. maybe one or two of them, but. <laughs> I'll never can I'm never get came on that. But I have my reasons, and we have been over those reasons. That's why film is subjective. I, I wish film was less less subjective than it is, but it's not. So that's just me. What else do you guys watch? I've actually been sleeping a lot of the weekend. I was pretty sick and out of it. So good allergies are really destroying me. <laughs> I feel like I'm being killed slowly by allergies. This news brings me great joy. Why does it? That's not a good thing to say. <laughs> yeah. I mean. That I'm, is also I'm doing fine. <laughs> Good for you for doing fine. I'm not doing fine, but I'm I'm struggling through. Next week I get my so next week we're doing we're recording our show Sunday morning at nine AM. Yeah. To, to accommodate everyone's schedule. I'm getting my my second shot, my second Pfizer shot 
Saturday at 11.25 a.m. You'll be so, fine. Sunday morning might be a little interesting. Besides, the only people that get any problems are the people that get the Moderna shot. So, yeah, you'll be fine. I have a feeling or I'm not. It'll be awesome for us. Yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling we're going to have a pretty strong reaction. Given how recently allergies have really been kicking my butt, I feel like I'm going to have a strong reaction. Well, it's good. You're not getting an allergy shot. You're getting a COVID <laughs> vaccination. So... <laughs> Touche, sir. This is episode 225 of For the Love of Cinema, a podcast about movies, film, and cinema, which posts each and every Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. on Podbean. That's New York Time, which then distributes to iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, and Amazon Music. Each and every week, we start with the box office, current and upcoming releases, what's streaming, trailers, and movies of the week. Let's take a look at the box office. Number one, Roger, you will be happy to know Wrath of Man kicks the ass this week. 8.1 million bringing in a total of almost 26 million. All good. right. Yeah, good, good, good. That seems light. Chris, you're going to love this one. You're really going to love this one. Demon Slayer Mugen Train bought in uh, domestic 3.1, but raising its worldwide to 432. Yeah. Last week, that was like 398, wasn't there? Something like that? Yeah, that's good. I'm, I'm, I'm all for that movie doing well because I want more like it. It was good. All right. Mortal Kombat number three, 2.4 million worldwide to 72.5. That's still climbing. Wait, is Wrath of Man? It's also an HBO Max one, isn't it? No, it's not. It's not? Okay. I'm not, I just don't remember because I was like, that actually is even more impressive in that light. So. Well, still, I mean, that seems a little light, but it, what was, it, was that worldwide numbers? Was 72 million? That's... 72 for Mortal Kombat? It says that's, that's a domestic number, but I mean, that could be, if it still hasn't hit the Asian market yet, then it could still include other countries that just aren't Asia. Okay. Gotcha. So. Yeah, that's. I mean, I hope that movie does well. We want we want a, a fun sequel like this one. Godzilla versus Kong, one point nine million, number four, four hundred and twenty-two. Oh, you know what's you know what's so great about that is um, Mugen Train is like right behind it. I never yeah. would have guessed that. It's actually past it. <laughs> is it? I, I never would. Yeah, yeah. Mugen Train. Yeah, Mugen Train's at four thirty-two. Kong's at four twenty-two. So. That's that's a big deal, guys. We, we we didn't cover the second highest grossing movie this year. Oh, but we may have to. If wait, so like is Demon Slayer Mugen Train like is it like a number in a in like more destined to come or so it, it it's a bridge between the first season and the next season of that show that's coming up. It's one of the first anime movies to do this. Of oh, its cool. Kind. That's really cool though. But they do a good job at the very beginning, kind of like giving you a very very quick. Uh, Pretends it pretends your stupid rundown of what of what's happened so far, so oh, you don't really need to be up in it to understand. What if you're actually stupid? I mean, then it doesn't really matter because you're gonna you're gonna like all the pretty colors and lights that are on the screen anyway. <laughs> oh, <Good>. pretty colors! <laughs> and number five, holding strong, Raya and the Last Dragon, one point nine million, bringing its worldwide to one point one hundred five point eight. So it made five hundred ninety four million. What did? Nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's impressive, though, for, for that one also. All right. That's your box office. Nothing has changed. But I'm glad to know we're, we're getting much higher numbers than we were in months past. There was a time when we were like the, the top earners were number one through five. We're all like 27 million and stuff. Oh, yeah. No, like oh, yeah. Thousands. A bit there. No. Yeah. It was like 1.1 million. Be like, yes. We <laughs> 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 have seven digits. Yeah, buddy. All right, let's look at some upcoming releases, see if anything has changed. I don't really think – I was looking at this. I don't think anything really has changed. Uh, June is still Conjuring, Samaritan, Spirit and Tame, Vivo, In the Heights, the Long Diet Coke commercial, The Hitman's Bodyguard's Wife, Fatherhood, Luca, 
Peter Rabbit 2 is still sitting at June 18th. It's a weird. And Fast 9. Uh, actually, I saw an ad that um, AMC is putting out the Fast movies, I think, in a, sequ- in, a, in a sequential way. So you can actually watch them all. And then on the weekend of the June 25th, watch Fast 9. See, I haven't seen these movies yet. I think I'd much still rather like like go to my brother's with like some alcohol, sit down and just you know binge him on his living room bullshit the whole time while I'm watching them. You can do that at the movies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Despite the movie's best efforts, there's always people that sneak in alcohol. Sure, sure. Uh, Nothing. I don't think anything in July has really changed. Uh, The Tomorrow War and Forever Purge, Forever Purge, kick it off in Jungle. Forever, forever porridge the goldilocks story <laughs> july 30th ends ends the month with what was it porridge goldilocks and the three bears yeah. I, I know a little bit porridge is too hot eat her porridge she ate curds and whey bro curds and whey. Oh, shut your mouth man you sit over there and screw up your nursery <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right so september is shang chi <laughs> Let, it <explode. laughs> Let it explode. Damn it. September starts with Shang-Chi, Mal- Malignant, The Boss Baby Family Business, and Dear Evan yes. Hansen, Infinite, The Many Saints of Newark, Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. That's yes. in September 24th. We're past due for a trailer for that. Yep, yeah, we're, we're definitely past due for a trailer, trailer for that. Uh, November 9th is King Richard Maverick. So it's going to be a, a Top Gun Thanksgiving. They just want to go through all Every those Thanksgiving can be a Top Gun Thanksgiving <laughs> if you try hard enough. One that we still haven't seen a trailer for is Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. We still haven't seen a trailer I'll tell you why. Either. No one wants this movie. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the recent Resident Evil game, Resident Evil 8 Village, came out to like very, hear, very tepid reviews. Well, I hear, like, didn't they botch the, the launch or something? Too? Yeah, but people are, people are saying not even like... The, I watched some uh, some some YouTube people say don't even waste your money on this this game is such garbage. Yeah, but seven was so good that it's gonna be hard to come out better than that one unless you do the same thing again. So Mario not, Mario not, seems to always get it. right. I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, Mario Mario really does. I mean, they really. When was the last time Mario a Mario game was Mario doesn't standard? change anything. That was my point. <laughs> well, no, Pokemon doesn't change anything. Mario does change things. I mean, Mario Sunshine was pretty vastly different. Mario Galaxy was vastly different. Nintendo. Mario can fly, bro. Yeah, we all. I like Nintendo. I'm just not a you know. I'm a PlayStation guy. You know, name the last three Mario games: Odyssey, Galaxy. Not 2. you. Oh. I want this asshole. I don't. To do I don't. I mean, I, I buy them. I have them for Switch. They're they sit there unopened in my parents' house. But I haven't played them. I bought that one that was supposed to go off the market. So I mean, I don't know why they only put it out for so many. Months, I have a strategy but... guide for that uh, Odyssey game. You like to buy it off me, sir. I'll buy it off you for one, hey, one, one American. I have horror. the internet. First. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't meet the hard copy original. All right, December. Yeah, De- December third, Nightmare Alley. December tenth, West Side Story. The seventeenth, Spider Man: No Way Home. It's awesome. What? You get a five pirate. You get to be a dinosaur. Yeah. Oh yeah, Yoshi. All no, right. no, no, like an actual Tyrannosaurus. Oh. That's pretty bad. That's not animated like a T-Rex, like a real legit (laughs) Jurassic Park. All right. (laughs) December 22nd is a big week. Check this out. Downton Abbey 2, The King's Mm. Man, Matrix 4, Sing 2, and Soggy Bottom. (laughs) That goes wider. Uh, I hope it is. It sounds like a good porn. And the Adams Family Project, or the the Adam Project, sorry, the Adam Project is December 31st. 
So that's finishing out your year. Free guy. Top Gun. Top Gun just like picks it. Let's oh, we'll just advertise it as a this kind of this will be will be a Christmas movie. Then it'll be a Thanksgiving movie. It's fine. Let's take a look at what's streaming today. We've circled back to Netflix. I went with the with the without remorse kind of those action movies. Green Zone by director Paul Greengrass, Matt Damon, Jason Isaac, Greg Kinnear, 2010. American Assassin, that's more recent, by director... What? Oh, somebody somebody said something to me about Green Zone at work today. Yeah, well, it's on. It's recently on Netflix. That's a that's a deceptive movie, because like, it's got Matt Damon and Paul Greengrass, but man, it's bad. And, <laughs> and uh, Greg Kinnear. I, well, there's, I mean, but like, it's still... Don't worry, the other one he said, American Assassin? That movie's ass, bro. <laughs> yeah, that, movie was, that movie has such a hype behind it, too. But that's the other one. But, the, but they're both like... Competently made action thrillers, so uh, that's Dylan O'Brien, Michael Keaton, Sana the shiniest turds, <laughs> Taylor Kitsch, <laughs> and the the shiniest. No, I don't want to say it because I don't want to put in the same at least the other two. Extraction is fantastic by director Sam Hargrave, Chris Hemsworth. That's actually really I man, I love that movie Extraction. So I hope if you have not seen it, you choose to watch it and love it also. Love this awkward silence. I love it. Just wait for you to lead. All right, let's take a look at some trailers. All right, let's talk about. Let's get the. So there's a new trailer drop this week. Uh, the Eternals teaser, which actually turned out to be more of a Marvel real baby. Yeah. So the the big news was we saw some a very small amount of footage from Eternals, which comes out November fifth, and we have Black Widow, which comes out July 9th of this year. Shang-Chi, which is September 3rd. Spider-Man No Way Home, December 17th. Spider-Man. Doctor Strange, The Multiverse of Madness, that's March 25th of 2022. Thor, Love and Thunder, May 6th, 22. Black Panther, and Black Panther were called. Wakanda forever. <laughs> Thank you. July 8th, 2022. The Marvels is going to be 11-11-22. Ant-Man and Quantumania, that is... Ant-Man, wrestle me. <laughs> <laughs> February 17th. Yeah, um, WrestleMania movie. 2023. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3, May 3rd, 2023. What do you guys think about that sizzle reel slash? Yeah, there was no day for Fantastic Four. It did show the logo at the end, but it didn't like. It showed Johnny Storm flying. It didn't show anything like, no, like, even like 2023 or anything like that, which. No, which just means they they haven't casted anything yet, so. I thought that was an odd choice. But I'm excited that they're including them in the – where do they fit in? Which one of them is an Avenger? Are they all Avengers? At one point, most of them were. Mm-hmm. Reed Reed Richards, Richards is the smartest man in the galaxy. Reed Richards is, a, is an Omega-level um, bad guy. superhero. And a point. bad guy. Yeah. Wait, when is he a bad guy? Oh, there's, there's like three versions of Reed Richards. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. One of them is really, really bad. So Reed Richards and – um, Doctor Strange are going to be, you know, they're two very, very, very bright dudes. So no, Reed and, Richards is the brightest. Yeah, dude. he is the smartest man. Oh, cool. Well, I, I, in, I, in a whole world of very smart, very rich people, he's the smartest person. When are we going to get uh, Wolverine as an Avenger? Do you think that's ever going to happen? When will we ever get Wolverine again? Stop. Sad about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we will. I really do. All I mean, urban. Will. Anybody? No. <laughs> I just, I just, I just needed to happen at this point. If Harry if, Potter, if, yeah, sure. That Harry Potter right, actually yeah. works because he's small. Yeah, he is. He's only like yeah. five six. Yeah, yeah, and he's also no. ripped right now, Daniel Radcliffe. 
well, so like, I mean, it, it just my favorite superhero of all time. If 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 Marvel's the, the next one to to make a rendition of Wolverine, I trust them wholly. Just make it happen. All right. Well, I mean, do you think we're gonna get it in Phase Four? That's gonna be a Phase Five thing. Well, I mean, you saw the whole lineup for Phase Four with all the Phase Four things we've seen. But that's not that's not the entirety of Phase Four, is it? Well, dude, that's like six movies. With I the, bet you that's most of Phase Four. Yeah, with, with all okay. the Phase Four things we've seen. And with how big the you know the last rendition of Wolverine was, the guy guy got his own swan song movie for crying out loud. I bet he got a beautifully made western film. They, yeah, yeah, they were, really, really. They, I think they're gonna want to make him a focus of whatever phase he's a part of. So I don't think there's room for him in Phase Four. He'd, he'd be a Phase Five thing probably. Well, the next phase is all going to be Fantastic Four related. So that's what you have to look at that. So. They, they, they are the family, the first family of Marvel. You know this. I don't have to tell you this. I'm gonna take a break from Marvel movies for about a decade. Liar. I'll be back. Yeah, I'm liar. Oh, you know what I did watch for like 20 minutes because I forgot. I didn't realize what I was watching for a minute. Was the last Fantastic oh, Four yeah. movie? Yeah, I was watching. I was like, I know this movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh yeah, this is bad. And then I kept watching it, going, What a shit movie. <laughs> Did you realize how short it was? The person who directed it was like, yeah, it's really bad. Yeah. He actually got a lot of hot water, though, because he, well, he was, I worked on that one, and when he was there, he completely trashed the house he was in. The studio got a lot of, because they're breaking a lot of contract. Like, he just, he trashed the house. So he got in a lot of trouble for that, too. I don't know if I can talk about that, but you know, it's been seven years. So. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> Too bad, Josh Trank. I mean, you do stupid things, people are going to talk about it. That's, that's for sure. Um. All right. Let's talk about the tomorrow. No, not tomorrow. Werewolf Within. Sorry about that. Werewolves Within. What do you guys think about that one? So is this supposed to be a like comedy? I think it's like a horror comedy, which is a kind of a rare genre. But I mean, it, when it works, it works. I just don't see this one working. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, who knows? Oh, if it's funny, I'll laugh. But who knows? We're gonna trash this movie. You think so? I'll it's got laugh. the AT and T chick in it. Which is it one thing about it. The, the other, the other guy has been in several things as well recently. So that's pretty cool, though. <laughs> you like that? Hmm. Well, you guys, I mean, any other, any other things, any other things you want to say about that, or just it looks weird? It does look weird. It looks though. strange, and I'm not excited for it. <laughs> really, not, not, not even a little, little bit, huh? No, no. I like my werewolf. My, my werewolfness is serious. <laughs> like your, your font, hold on. It defines serious werewolfing for me. <laughs> like we're only referring to him as lichens and things like that. Yeah, yeah there we are. So yeah, okay, lycanthropes. I mean, that, suffer I mean, from lycanthropy, lycanthropes. Yeah, Lycan, lycanthropes. I'm kind of. I don't know. It's just. Mm-hmm. I, I really love that movie Slither. Do you guys remember that with Nathan Fillion? You guys remember that's that one with all? like the weird bugs that get into people's brains? Yeah, I kind of I like that one. I don't know if it'll be the same thing, but I really did enjoy that one. That movie too. was pretty messed up. I yeah, didn't like I mean, it. I thought it was really kind of funny, but I mean, again, I, I seem to be in the minority on this one. I thought that was kind no, of universally fine. thought of as funny. And let's talk about the other trailer, Annette, which is a French movie. Oddly, so though, it's a weird werewolf movie to weird French movie. <laughs> <laughs> which I'm I'm okay. I mean, look, the trailer, I didn't think you guys were going to be a huge fan of it because I almost wasn't either, but I mean, it's, 
I'm somewhat interested in where that goes. Well, at one point, honest. Adam Driver is shirtless, like palming his baby like a basketball and blowing <laughs> vape smoke the other direction. I don't know what's and, happening. And says, this is my baby. <laughs> <laughs> where the hell? Where's Bebe's chamber? Like, I don't think you're allowed to do things like this. I think he's got to go to prison now. <laughs> Adam Driver, Marion Cotillard, Simon Helberg. I mean, it's there. There are some decent names in this. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it's just it's a it's a French movie that looks to be that looks very French. But very. but it's it's also in English. Yeah, that's too. weird, right? Yeah, it's very very weird. But I and it's, it's got like the musical vibe to it, so I'm excited because I want to see how they kind of integrate the you know, the narrative storytelling with the musical. I just, I want to see how that's done. So not that I haven't seen it before. It's just, I don't know. It seems like something I'm really going to dig. This is weird and weird. <laughs> weird and French. Mm-hmm. We've never talked about it, like French cinema on this show, but. Then again, yeah. We opportunity. It's not really our. <laughs> our <laughs> you think now is the time? So like, you want to do like a deep dive into French cinema now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really study before we came. No, no, it's not really our thing, but uh, things like Mortal Kombat are more our thing. You guys, viewership really tanked on the last episode. Do you have, we have any idea what happened? We spent yeah. 45 minutes on French cinema. <laughs> I smoked 47 cigarettes and drank three bottles of wine. The viewership retreated just like they did in World War II. Hey, yo! Yeah, it took the Germans like two weeks to conquer their whole country. Hey, yo! All right. There's your trailers. I think the, 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 the highlight of the week is the Eternals teaser. I think that's a safe bet for everyone. Do we only watch two? Oh, no, that's three. Yeah, that's three. We'll Eternals, werewolves, and werewolves. All right. Now we get to the meat of the movie. Well, see, we usually do the – there's no theatrical this week. So I, th- I, th- I say we start with Tom Clancy first. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'm good with that. All right. Tom Clancy without remorse. Roger, this is kind of – I think this is like more in your wheelhouse. You you read the Tom Clancy movie. So, yeah, I'm a big Tom Clancy guy. I play the games, read the books. I'm actually going through um, one of those audio books right now. Um, so I want to premise this with saying this version of Without Remorse is not so, oh, no, not really anything like the book, which I understand because, listen, the book is set in like 1980. <laughs> so they had to update some stuff. But uh, – they do a little bit of a different job than what I was expecting. Now, I'm not trying to judge it off because it's not the movie I thought it was going to be. I will judge this movie for what it is. Don't be that guy. Well, here's the thing. It's still not that good. Yep, that's true. It's still yeah. not that good. So well, It came out April 30th, uh, directed by Stefano Salima. Has a good cast. Michael B. Jordan, Jamie. Jamie. Are, are those two got to be boys, right? They've got to be friends. Him and Jamie Bell, sure. Yeah, they've got, I mean, they've, they've got to be friends. Guy Pierce. Which look as soon as you see Guy Pierce, you just—he's you know. always the bad guy. <laughs> always, <laughs> every time, every time. Spoiler: Guy Pierce is the bad guy. But like, as soon as I saw him, he was like, "Oh, that guy is definitely the bad guy, one hundred percent." Guy Pierce is probably the nicest guy in the world too. Aww. He just seems like a guy would be like, "Y'all yeah, do whatever you want; it's fine." <laughs> seems like a guy who really knows how to party too. Uh, and to so we're starting a new thing. We like to go going into this. Um, I'm I'm usually pretty. I've played a few of the Tom Clancy games. I'm not really huge into the books, but um, some of the movies, I've really been kind of a fan of the movies in the past, and I, I, I genuinely like Michael B. Jordan. So my anticipation for this was pretty high going into it. Yeah, so I think that's the problem. So I've been pretty hyped up about this movie for a couple of months now since they started dropping it. 
they, this is a problem because it's not theatrical. So all the stuff you see in like the commercial, the mini trailers is a lot of the good stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like for real, they kind of give it away and it, it, it actually, it hurts this movie quite a bit. Now listen, the one thing I will give this movie for what it has, besides just having Michael B. Jordan, the action in here is very good. Yeah, it it's very well done, very good choreograph, very good choreography, like fight scene stuff. A lot of big gunplay. Okay. The well, but demo, I mean, that's that's that's, well, that's Tom Clancy. That's what has yeah. to be good. Yeah. yeah. The rest of this, though, not anywhere near that level. Well, let's 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 dive into. Let's start off. I, I felt, and also I knew going into it that Taylor Sheridan was one of the writers. And generally, I whatever Tyler Sheridan touches, I generally like. Like for example, um, he's done some pretty good things. He's done Hell or High Water, uh, Wind River, which I thought was the best movie of twenty seventeen. Wind River is um, so, a good movie. Yeah, it's, that's a boy. You want to talk about hard watches? That is a tough watch. Nobody wins in that movie either. <laughs> Nobody. Uh, nope. Sicario. That's depression. Both both Sicario films. So I'm like, look, he's got some really good stuff. And like, so Sicario, Hell or High Water, Wind River, Sicario, De La Soldado. Sicario, Hell or High Water, Wind River, 2015, 16, 17, all were nominated for multiple awards. So like, look, I mean, you don't, that guy doesn't have to prove anything to anybody. No, nope. but this to me was, this is part of the problem. And I mean, Michael B. Jordan, like, I mean, I, you know, going into, Going into the Creed era, I wasn't huge on Michael B. Jordan because before Creed, I don't think he had anything like any defining roles. But then two little movies come out, Creed and Creed Two, are just both of them are just really great. And then I'm like, okay, I no, Michael B. Jordan is good. I can He's dig really on the Michael good. B. Jordan. Yeah. That's why I'm my so I wasn't strong. I love the writer, but I wasn't strong on the writing. I love the actor, wasn't strong on the acting. I wasn't. The, the, the parts in this movie that I thought were surefire victories for me were not. Or how many abs that he has? <laughs> All the abs. Yeah, I, was, I, was, I was disappointed that he only had eight abs. Right. Instead so of so his usual 12. Really toned it down. Like, he's really <laughs> let himself go since Creed. <laughs> really well, let Creed, himself well, I mean, go. Creed 3 is filming, so I mean, I'm sure he's going to back up where he was. He's jacked in this, and I am, and I am uncomfortably aroused. Well, here, here's the thing. Like, his shoulders, like, and I'm not even trying to be serious. Like, they are enormous. <laughs> like, if that man punched you in the face, you might die. <laughs> you might actually die. He follows through. That's it. <laughs> Punch your head off your body. Um, no, he's in. He's in I, good shape. <laughs> I wasn't it just so some of those things let me down. I, I saw that, and this is just a me thing, but Cam gigging that. Um, he was big. He's in. I love the movie Never Back Down, even though it's really bad. Yeah. Um, I liked him but in see, Twilight. That's a fun bad movie, though. It is, and like Juman Hansu is just is leagues above everyone else in that movie. Like he's. I mean, that's just some knockoff Karate Kid. I mean, so. of, yes, of course, but it didn't. I like that movie. I actually watched it this week. I mean, I'll watch it whenever I see it streaming. Uh, but that's another. That's not another actor that I kind of dig. But he was dead in the first four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in like a really terrible death scene too. Like embarrassingly bad. What do you mean? He was the guy that was killed in the car, but he he just put his head down to the right and just like that was all we got of Camp getting that. <laughs> I'm not he saying got, he got his paychecks. Yep. I'm not saying I would do anything. Yeah, that's tab insurance, baby. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure, of course. But I don't know. I just I was Chris, come and tell us what you thought about this. Well, so I was talking about this a little bit with Roger earlier, and so I was excited to see this movie and. I felt a little let down and pulled out of it because I don't. I love Michael B. Jordan. I think he's awesome and fantastic. And in this movie, 
I feel like he phoned it in at times. Like there was some, I don't know if it's his fault or if it's the writing's fault or something, but like there was a few scenes where like his line delivery was just really, really off and the whole scene dies because of it. I completely agree with you on that. I thought okay, he so, was. So yeah. I'm, not, I'm not the only one then. Okay. No, no. Like, I don't know if it's him not caring about this or I think probably it just wasn't great writing. Honestly, and, and that's why I said I don't know if it was the writing's fault or if if, if just he just wasn't into, as into this as he thought he was going to be. But there's just a few a few of his lines specifically where like the tone doesn't like it almost feels like he's it's like it's almost overacting. Well, here's the thing I realized about this movie: if he doesn't have a gun in his hand, not great for him. <laughs> or yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> if if we're not on a mission somewhere, yeah. problems. <laughs> <laughs> So I mean, so I had a problem with that, and that and that really pulled me out because that was the main draw for me, and and a little bit of, of the Tom Clancy knowledge, but that the story I, I don't like it when stories do the whole like shifting the focus thing. Like at first you're trying to find out who this fourth guy is, and then you find out who this fourth guy is, and he's dead. Then he isn't, and then like, and then when you and then they get to him. And that isn't even, and that that's just that whole thing just flips in a second, and it doesn't matter anymore. I hate it when movies do that. You know, a couple defined things that follow through nicely, yes, but this just feels like it's all over the place. And this isn't the only movie that's ever done that. So I just I, I had a real pacing issue, and it didn't. Well, feel pacing like pacing's a problem yeah. in this movie, and there, and there's no real stakes that pay off because because everything keeps shifting. You know, the focus keeps shifting so much. I kind of agree with you on that. It wasn't – yeah, you're right. I kind of – you know, Chris and I are like at the same point in this movie where finding out who the four shooter was and then they did and then it was nothing. And then it was like, okay, well, that's – and then well, – It was course, a little bit surprising. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean – but like it was like – it wasn't like a, oh, wow. It was a, oh, huh. I did have a question. I mean this is more of a – it kind of raised a red flag in my head. So, okay. So here's – the scene in the beginning is – they they have a, they have a successful mission in the beginning, but something's off about it. Um, it was supposed to be one thing, and they went into a, like a, a drug den or like a gun den, and like it was more dangerous than it was supposed to be. Someone knew about it, didn't say anything. They're obviously trying to paint Jamie Bell as the bad guy, but I mean, look, they do it. Listen, this movie, all jokes aside, they make you want to think that Jamie Bell's the bad guy. Yeah, like and they don't even try to disguise it, which I mean, that's pretty off putting for me. Um, not because I know what Jamie Bell's character is supposed to be, but just remember, he's not military. No. He's CIA. He plays by different rules. So that's what I was telling the people I was watching with. I was like, he's fine. I get it. They're like, oh, he's got to be doing something. That no, 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 no. He's that's just the CIA. But yeah. So and then so they then they said they go to eliminate uh, his team, his four man team, which unfortunately Camp King, that's character for one of them. So he get you know shot in the head in the car, but. And then they go to his house, um, John John Kelly's, which this is a Tom Clancy movie where, where we're not. It's not Jack Ryan, which uh, was a surprise to me. I don't have much knowledge in the Jack Ryan universe, but nope. This is the other character. They they go to John Kelly's house, and he is downstairs listening to music. And there's four guys that enter the house, and he he they cut the power, and he realizes what's, what's going on pretty quick. But in, it takes him knowing his wife is upstairs and she's pregnant, and that's where they expect him to be. He takes his sweet time going up there. Yeah, but it does him no good to rush up there and and not be careful and then die on the way there anyway. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, I, oh, I, I understand it, but I mean, well, okay. Let me ask you this. Let me. This is just because I'm just wondering. And so, 
there's no honor among thieves. Like bad guys are bad guys. So if 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 he would have come upstairs and 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 fought and then they 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 killed him, would they have gone upstairs and killed his wife too? That would have ended the movie. No, yeah. I understand that, but <laughs> but his sacrifice the movie's twenty four minutes long. Hard no, but would no, would that have saved his wife, or would they have shot her too anyway? I don't know. Well, I don't know. I think they killed everyone in the house. The rush. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They they killed everybody. Everyone sure. dies. Okay. Yeah. Well. So okay. So, but it's so to me, I don't think. But there was no indication to the character that. He knew she like there was nothing to me, and this is on the writer. This is there's no, or the directors. There's nothing that told me as a viewer that okay, my wife's upstairs. I can't be super careful, but I have to be careful. Like there was nothing. Maybe it's just me nitpicking off of details, but I don't know. I just and then when he got up there, it was this big dramatic thing, and like, well, you didn't even try to get up there to her. What are you talking See, about? I had no problem with that scene, really. I, I mean, I know I can understand what your issue is with that, but like. Besides him, like going through and mowing down these guys, and then finally meeting somebody who's not an idiot, <laughs> you know that actually fired back. Yeah. Um. I mean, I guess I understand all that. Like, that's not where that's. See, I don't think that has anything to do with the problems in this movie. No, like, I know. I know it's just a red flag. anything. Like there, there are a ton of problems in here. Like, let's talk about real problems for a minute, okay? Um. The or one of my well, actually, my favorite scene in the movie when he's in prison. Yes. <laughs> when he's in prison. And he realizes, like, these guys are probably going to try to kill me, which, okay, this is cool. You know, he takes his shirt off. He, he As wets, you do. He wets himself down. As you do. Begins to flood the room and starts immediately beating the shit out of people. <laughs> and I'm not talking a little bit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> savagely pummeling the riot-geared guards. To the point where they close the door, he's like, if you don't close the door, I'm gonna start snapping yep. next. That's the line that and, he uses. And they and they comply without even... <laughs> yep, yes, yes. Sir. Like, he has the guy in the backwards headlock. Like, yeah. if he falls down, he just severs this guy's spine. <laughs> Listen, It I mean, was incredible. That was one of the few few moments that I was hyped, that I was hyped up in the movie. So, like, that was a cool ass scene. Yes. Yeah. Another yeah. another question which which I think is a problem is John Clark, sorry, John Kelly, is he a James Bond type of dude? No. Or or is he more of a is he more of a um Jason Perfect. Bourne type? Like the best of the best. Not even. Well he's he's not either. However, he is highly trained. Um if there was a uh if there was a version of Jason Bourne, that was like an underwater demolition specialist. That's Je- that's Kelly. Yeah. Um, because well, that, at least that's what he did. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the thing: he's really, really smart. They they do a really bad job at explaining to you in this movie. The John Kelly slash Clark person is very proficient with a weapon, in really good shape, and a good swimmer, diver, water related guy. But he's really smart. Like well, he's a seal. I mean, seals are not dumb. No, 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 no. But I mean, well, he does all. He was the best of the seals, like oh, that okay, level. Okay. So, um, but yeah, like he's like one forty seven IQ kind of guy. <laughs> so, yeah, he was under. They underutilized that in this movie. Now, I do appreciate some of the stuff he did, like how he ended up in prison. When he jacked the Russian embassy truck up against the that was a cool ass up against too. the wall, lights the vehicle on fire, and much what what'd you tell your wife, Chris? I thought he was going to get some information. Yeah. well, we, we both said it was, it was like, I, you know I really thought he was going to get some information out of this guy, and like we like resigned ourselves that the scene was over, and then he gets in the the burning car <laughs> with the guy to to have a chat, like which, which by the way whoa. was an awesome effect. Yes, yeah. incredible, a, very cool effect, incredible. <laughs> I so. guess I mean the fire looked really intense. Yeah. 
I did like that. Did, did you like, but wait, before, before that, did you like how he, he peed on his clothes, soaked it in liquor, and then walked up to those guys as he was drunk? Just He's like, hey, man, I'm not going to get through there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that look, that's dedication. That's dedication. You piss on your own clothes. It's fine. Um, yeah, that's – So the thing is, this movie, the, I don't want to say it's tonally kind of out of whack, but the character to me is goes back and forth between what he is and what he can do kind of. Well, they do a bad job at really establishing him as a character besides the fact that now, obviously, he's trained, you know, pro, like, full-on career military. Um, then all they do is establish that he's military, needs vengeance, is going to get vengeance. Mm-hmm. They don't develop, like, what his skill set is, who he is, his leadership capabilities. You don't get any of that. Because if you one thing you don't notice is, like, He's not even a leader of his own team. Yeah. Like, that's that's where I have an issue with this. Like, the, I forget the woman's name, um, but she's the leader of his team. Like, calling out all the way through, even when they're in heavy fire. So, you know. I don't oh, the, know. The, the, the female seal, which is also yeah. a badass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, yeah. All seals are badass. I'm just going to say, you know, all seals are. You don't want to mess with a seal. But Something still. that I appreciated in this and. Um, and my wife had the same sentiment. I'm glad there was no like weird love crap like between those two, you know, like because like they could have easily done that to you know to make it more dramatic or whatever, but they didn't. And good on them for not going there. This movie was exactly stayed in its wheelhouse at least. Karen Greer, that's who. Yeah, that's name was. Yeah. Well, but you you also wouldn't have wouldn't have had the 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 the, the ending and also that weird. Well, that that's the thing. So they can't. Yeah. So, okay, so here, let, let's talk Tom Clancy for a minute. I'll be the Tom Clancy dork nerd, okay? It's fine. So, the difference between this movie and the book are pretty extensive. I started to say it before, because the movie set in, like, the early 80s, post-Vietnam, drug running. Um, he ends up with a woman named Pam, who is his wife's name in this, after his actual wife was killed by a semi-truck in an, in an auto accident. Completely, a complete accident. Like, no, no ill will with that. And he meets up with this woman named Pam, who is a runaway prostitute. Um, and the whole without remorse thing is him getting vengeance on the people that put her into prostitution and run, she's running drugs and stuff. She ends up getting killed. He ends up killing a bunch of other people, you know, without remorse for her. Um, Roll and then it actually ends up rolling him being working with the CIA, CIA on an extraction mission back in Viet- North Vietnam to get somebody, a pilot, out. So that's the story you get there. And obviously it's much more developed because books always are much more developed. Mm-hmm. Um, but what what the whole thing is, is when he becomes John Clark, is John Clark is the head of Rainbow. And what Rainbow is, is obviously if you ever, ever walk into a video game store, Rainbow Six is everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's their biggest... Property, it's their biggest video game franchise, blah, blah, blah. Been talked about being a movie forever. So that's the whole John Clark thing. Yeah. Um, which, you know, his counterpart, Jack Ryan, they don't actually coincide too often. Yeah. So besides playing political games. But I, I actually kind of kind of dig that there's two there's two main guys in the in the in the Clancy universe that like they never really meet, but like they're aware of each other. They they know who they are. Well so here's the thing. Um uh, like Jack Ryan ends up being the president of the United States. <laughs> so spoiler if you're watching the show season three. <laughs> Twice. Well you know what I'm <laughs> I'm one of those idiots that like I've kind of dug the 
the Ben Affleck one back in the day. This, this, this Some of all fears. Yeah, I kind of thought that was well, okay. well, again, though, like those are very well-written books, so you can pull a whole movie out of that fairly easily. Like there's a whole other video game franchise here that we know we're talking to, the whole Ghost Recon thing, which is the elite team dropped in. Oh, Ghost Recon and, is also huge. Yes. Massive. I still play Wildlands every now and then. Yeah, yeah sweet. That's a look, big look, ass open world game. If you would go through the last two generations of consoles, Tom Clancy has many titles. <laughs> Rainbow Six Siege, baby. Many still like going. Many like over a billion dollar sellers. Yeah. So. Mm. Um, but so I mean, besides the problem that we have with this, or that I have specifically with this movie. Is I'm more happy that we're getting that world, that universe being opened up, especially because listen, there's a post credit scene, not even post credits, mid credits, yeah. um, where you get the development of Rainbow with him being part of the CIA. Blah blah. Spoiler: I don't care. It's an Amazon movie. Watch <laughs> it. Um, I'm more happy that we have that opportunity opening up than any other real point of this movie. Now, the problem I really have with this movie is maybe it's unfair to compare it, but you have to compare this movie straight up to Amazon's own show, the Jack Ryan-based show. And I don't, I've never really talked to you guys about Jack Ryan. Have any, either of you watched it? I've, I've seen the first season. Okay, the first season is probably a little bit stronger than the second one, but the second one takes bigger steps forward. Okay. Like that sort of deal. Grayson, you ever watched it? You know I haven't, but I'm a fan of Krasinski, so I might have to get into it. You should it. check it out. It's, it's pretty good. So um, the thing is, it's... After watching that and then watching without remorse, I have to compare them straight up. The show obviously has a lot more time to develop characters because it's it's about an hour each. It's episodic, eight to ten episodes. So you get a better, bigger, longer version of a movie. But it's just better. Yeah. The storytelling is way, way better. And I'm actually surprised. I'm not disappointed. I'm surprised that this movie is only like an hour 45. It's fairly short for what I thought they were going to try to develop here. Well, and maybe that's one of the reasons why we got the movie we did was because they kept it in a shorter window, maybe. Maybe. But because a little more time, they might. I mean, I look at this movie as, listen, if this movie's two hours and 20 minutes, we get an extra half hour of him, them developing, like giving you backstory on John Kelly. Yeah. I'd have been okay with that. Gotcha. Um, Because here's the thing the cut down version of the story we get isn't very good. It's really not. Like I said, it doesn't even showcase what he's actually capable No, you just listen. You see a guy that's really pissed off, really good at killing people, being really pissed off, killing a lot of people. Right? Yeah. I mean, listen, if that's all you want from a movie, this movie's totally fine. Yeah. Storytelling-wise, though, definitely leaves something to be desired. Somebody asked me last night, actually, about, you know, well, this movie's not nearly as good as Nobody. And I was like, well, no, it's not. And Nobody doesn't even really try to tell you that deep of a story. Nope. And they do it a lot better. And now, listen, those are these are two different types of movies. True. So don't yeah. don't hedge that as one thing or another. But if you had to pick a fight, say like an action based movie with good gunplay, John Wick. Well, sure. <laughs> well, but nobody, nobody, nobody is way better. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so like I said, this this movie really did kind of bum me out. It was only yeah, decent at best. Yeah. I expected so much more. They hyped it up so much, but who knows. Well, I, I was hyped. Your, your hype was kind of infectious to me too. I'm like, okay, well, I can get in with this. You know, I like Michael B. Jordan. I like Clancy Universe. I, it's just when I watched, it, I was like, this is really the best that Amazon could muster. Was well, the, here's the thing: the whole scene at the end where he's, you know, with Jamie Bell talking about developing a team, like that. If that scene wasn't there. I'd have been like, this movie's dog shit. <laughs> well, well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this because you know a lot of the whole thing with 
the, the, the scenes at the end of Marvel films is you sometimes people just forget like you have to, you have to pee or you have to make, make a phone call after the movie so you just forget to watch it and you're like oh I want to see that scene so you have to go watch the movie again do you think anyone excited for Rainbow Six do you think there's some people out there that didn't even watch the movie that just fast forward to the end to watch the Rainbow, Rainbow Six scene no probably not though because here's the thing where I, now the way that I think they're going to do it plus the way that they, they have it through the books in the books or in the book of Rainbow Six, John Clark is older. Now, he's not, like, elderly old, but he's, like, married with an adult child. You know what I mean? So, like, he's probably pushing 50 mm-hmm. at that time. In really good shape, can still shoot like a son of a bitch. He's the, he's the head, the six. Like, that's the leader, the code for the, the person in charge. He's not on the team. He's the guy running the show. Yeah. So this one means he's going to be part of the team. So, I mean, unless, you know, you wait 25 years and age up uh, <laughs> Michael B. Jordan here. So, well, I mean, I'm okay with that. You know, if it just, I just want a better movie next time. That's all. I hate, looking, I hate that I have to look to the future to give this movie any credit. That does make me sad. Be better. But, it's a, but it's a good point, and it's a good observation. I mean, it's it's fair criticism, I think. Yeah. You, you know, this is what Amazon gave us. This is what they gave us. Uh, let's talk about uh, the – Jamie Bell, Guy Pierce, the 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 very obvious. They're trying to bait you to think. Well, I mean, the bait and switch obviously is no, but it's just there's something about Guy Pierce. Like the first time I saw him on screen, again, I don't know any of these characters from Adam. I don't know. I don't know lore. I don't know any of them more except for the title character. That I was like that. No, Jamie Bell is definitely the guy that is not going to turn on. But I mean, that's I mean what was the last movie. time though Guy Pierce was in a movie that was an action movie that he wasn't the bad guy? Iron Man three. Lockdown. I think he's the hero. <laughs> <laughs> Guy Pierce is actually Killian is actually the hero of Iron Man. Uh, well, he was the bad guy in Bloodshot. Um, yeah, he's the bad guy in everything. Always. Lockdown was, I think, the last major one that he was the good guy in, and that was not. Oh, Alien Covenant. Waylon was he was you know evil Waylon. The we don't talk about Alien Covenant. <laughs> Movie's bad. Um, it's just disappointing. But yeah, I think lockdown might be the lockout. Sorry, when he goes up to that space station, that was in 2012, nine years ago. That he was on nine years of being the bad guy. Nice. Listen, there's a lot of people make good money being a bad guy. True. And then in that same year, that movie that I love, Lawless, with um, Shia and Tom Hardy, is the brothers. The that he's he's also the bad guy in that too. But he's a really hateable bad bad guy in that. He's really despicable in that one too. Mm. Uh, run running in the 20s in the prohibition era but yeah that's uh that's a good move too if you guys haven't seen that but that's also got pierce he's got one two three he's got one thing in post-production three things filming three things in pre-production guy pierce mm-hmm. he's a he's gonna be a, he's a busy guy right now good he is a busy guy i don't know i don't have much else to say about this movie honestly listen i you want a decent action movie you should probably watch this movie plot it's not so great. <laughs> <laughs> One thing working in its favor is it's on Amazon. You can watch. You don't you watch to, it for free. You don't have to like look at theater times and make sure you can get to one of those times. You turn on whatever you want. So you can start it and stop whatever. But I, I, I got to agree with you guys. It's just to me, it's just there's not a whole lot special about this. I mean, you want to move to score it? Yeah, I think I think we're good. Jose, yeah, if you guys are good. Listen, I talk a lot. So if you guys want to say anything before we do, but listen, I'll go ahead and go first um, because – so like this, pro- this movie probably disappointed me more than anybody. I bet. Uh, I'm gonna give this movie a four and a half. Um, 
I was thinking about giving it a five, and I kind of talked myself out of it. Listen, I will still probably recommend this to people, just because listen, it's a watchable movie. It's unfortunately Amazon made a movie that's going to be like background noise action shoot 'em up, and I I expected more than that. So you wanted more than I, I, that. Well, no, I expected it. I didn't want it. I ex- it should have been okay um, more than that. That's why I'm giving it a four and a half. So. I'll go, uh, ahead. I'll go, 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 okay. go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. Okay. So um, I'm I'm going to give it a four. I wanted to give it a five because like when I was watching it in the after, afterwards with my wife, I, I, I said, you know, I said that this movie, you know, that I did. I didn't. I, I enjoyed watching it and the movie was it was serviceable. But like at the same time, I, I'll never watch this again. And if someone asked me, if, you know, is this a good movie? Should I watch it? No. I'll watch it again when I know Rainbow Six is coming. Yeah, like, like I have no reason to tell someone to watch this movie over a different movie in this genre. You know, I'm going to tell someone to watch Nobody every time. You know, I'm going to tell. Wait, I don't really think that's a fair. I don't really think. No, nobody's probably not a fair comparison. Well, okay, but the, the, there are there are extraction. Extraction is, what extraction is a yeah. much better extraction. You know, or even even Triple Frontier at this point. I think would be a better movie. Yeah, I was just I was just saying that in the past thirty seconds. I was like, actually. A triple Frontier, we weren't crazy about, but is is, is no, much, it's it's much better than this. I see. I, 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 I remember Triple Frontiers being like above average, yeah. but not much above average. Yeah. No, I agree with that. But, but listen, I, this movie is not yeah. even average to yeah, me. So, so. I, I, think, I think I got slapped this one before. Sorry, Michael, but mm. do better next time. Try harder. Yeah, uh, get back gonna, in shape. Yeah, see. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have eight abs. <laughs> you, you can do better. Um, I'm gonna give this a four. I was very surprised that we did not give this movie above a five. I, here's, I, I expected so much more. Yeah. I did too. And while you guys, I can, I can recommend this to people, but only like, hey, you know, if you like the Clancy things, if you like Michael B. Jordan, then you'll have a good one one watch through. I can't say it's better than many other movies in recent memory, but if you like the Clancy, then give it a shot. Yeah, that's, that's about, about it. it. But here's also a major point, and we—I I don't think we ever talk about this as like a a point in the pro column as much as it is. Is like, and lately I've, I've been talking to people who have kids and like busy lives, but it is on Prime and it is viewable whenever. And I brought that up earlier, yeah. but like that's that doesn't matter. Yeah, it's definitely a point in your favor of watchability because like yeah, you could turn it on at one a.m. if you want to, or you know early in the morning if that's the only time you watch it. But otherwise, I just think this is. Four is below average, and it's unfortunate because I never would have thought I would give this movie anything below a five. Never going into it, I would have thought this is at least a five or a six. Yeah. I, honestly, I expected going in to be like this movie's a seven. I was ho- I was hoping for that. That's what yeah. I wanted it to be. You know, I didn't expect it anything higher than a six and six and a half or a seven. But it, with Michael B. Jordan in it, with how with how how much this could set up in a good way. But yeah, well, they have happen. they had so much to pull from and didn't use hardly any of it. That's how I feel were, about my. You, you were talking you know, about you know, this, is exactly how, this is exactly how I feel about the Warcraft movie right here. So this, much there. This you, moment, yeah, you could have picked any other story to tell, or, or even just a, a better a better version of that one they tried to tell. It's like you have so much here, and this is what you what I got. I I, I know that's how you feel right now because like 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 he said, you're the Tom Clancy guy yep. in the room, so. Now I'll continue to listen to the books like an old man that I am. Oh, do you do you, do you recommend uh, you know picking up a, one of the books or two and getting kind of getting into it? Get in Rainbow Six. Yeah. Well, I think that's the best book he's ever written. 
Now, Tom Clancy died a few years ago, but they still keep the stories going. Yeah. There's a group of people that write that they, they sectioned off his properties. And uh, they actually do a very serviceable job about keeping consistency with that. So um, there, is, there is a chronological order to their books, though. So if you want to start at the beginning, you can. And the thing is, is some of the stuff, like I said, the Without Remorse book is based in the early 80s, like early, early 80s, post-Vietnam War stuff, um, early Cold War. So... Like then it goes in like the bear and the dragon, which is all Russia versus China, which is a great read, but not exactly timely anymore. Yeah. So, you know, there's that. I I once had an English professor that this was her, uh, the t- Tom or Tom Clancy was her guilty pleasure with books. She's like, there's no, no, none of them are spectacular, but she's like, damn it, if I don't love reading, it, here's the thing. And this will be the last thing I say about the Tom Clancy stuff. They are very well written and they are very particular. Like they are really in depth with like correct Air Force terminology or excuse me, military terminology, military model numbers. So that stuff can get overwhelming for people when they're like, well, this is a bomber, blah, blah, blah. Because like they talk like that. Yeah. Like it's like this dude is military. He writes, wrote like military. So which means it's pretty cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm here for it. Okay, okay. Well, we you know we know where we sit on that one, so we will put that one to bed. Let's talk about the Mitchells versus the Machines, which is an Academy Award nominated uh, film. Mitchells versus the Machines, which came out um, April 30th, same week, and directed by Michael Rianda and Jeff Michael Rowe. Jordan. <laughs> Michael Rianda, which actually, I, if you watch the ending sequences, I think he's kind of modeling it after his own family. So that's pretty cool. And um, so the the voice cast, I expected more of a AAA talent, but Danny McBride, Maya Rudolph, you you know that Eric Andre. We just talked about Bad Trip. I thought that was hilarious. Went from Eric Andre watching Bad Trip to him being <laughs> one of the lead guys of this movie. And it took me a minute to realize that the dad was Danny McBride. Really? Yeah, like I well, because I kept thinking I'm like, is that Seth Rogen? Well, well no, no, I didn't think that, but I was just like, why is that so from because I listen, I haven't seen Denny here, I haven't seen him do anything in a while. So I was like, oh, and then he didn't say fuck once. Well, it's a right, it's a it's a kids movie. Let's um listen. If any of this shit was going on, you'd be swearing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. That's a very good point. I never even considered that. Yeah, I mean Terminator's a thing, but all right, let's get into expectations. I I mean this is one of the movies I was like, I'm not really, you know, I saw the trailer. I wasn't really crazy about the trailer. I saw the voice cast. I'm like, ah, I'm okay with it. Then I got nominated. So I'm like, we should probably check it out. And we did. And now I love it. It is. I thought it was fantastic. And then I saw that Phil Lord was attached to it. I'm like, God, this this man could do no wrong. Phil Lord just has it all going on. So I was not as hyped going into it as when I came, came, came out of it. Just remember, they took the Han Solo movie off of them. And then it gave us, you know, one of the last movies they've done, you know, Spider-Verse, Lego movie. <laughs> all, movie. all Academy Award nominees and winners, you know, it's like, and then this movie, did it win the, that, that, that award? I don't know. I don't remember if it did or not. Um, that was in a category we don't really pay much attention to. But Chris, what, what was your expectations going into this? I thought I was going to be lukewarm in this movie. And I'm in your camp. I really, really enjoyed this. Like, I... 
my first viewing of this was was an unintelligent viewing. My daughter watch it with your kids, right? Yeah. Well, my, my daughter actually wanted to turn it on. She had, looked at me and said, "Dad, have you seen this movie yet?" I said, "No, but I, I got to watch it for the podcast." She's like, "She's like, well, I'm picking this movie then. We're gonna watch it because it's awesome." I was like, "All right." And like, I half watched. You're like, it. whatever, kid. Yeah, like, whatever. But I, every time I was, every time I could pay attention to the screen, I was either I was either excited for what was on because of the visuals or i was laughing because the comedy hit like i don't know i really there is decent comedy there is movie. and it's it, it's it fits the comedy fits well with the pace in this movie which is nice but i had a good time with this movie and then i gave it an intelligent viewing and i liked it even more this is a good movie this is a lot of fun this is better than a good movie this this movie is what so many movies are so here's where the and comes into play where things like where movies like tom clancy without morris doesn't it doesn't succeed is this movie's animation is great and the comedy is great and the voice acting is great and the story is super strong this is where the ands come into play at this i'd be careful with the story super strong comment but well, everything else you said i agree with i'm saying the story as in the broken family the broken father-daughter relationship trying to be mended is yeah, i think that's kind of a stupid dick that's dumb yeah <laughs> well, that, well well however this is a better movie this is a better terminator movie than the terminator dark fate I mean, you love to just rub that salt in the wound, don't you? Every time it happens, I want to point it out. He's probably right. <laughs> this is definitely Skynet. <laughs> no, well, this, this is Apple meets Skynet, sure. Yeah. Um, so, I stand by what I said. I meant it. I think this movie is fantastic. So let's let's get into it. Uh, the, the 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 premise is man, mankind has been enslaved by the robot Apple robots. You're right. It sounds nothing like Terminator. <laughs> no, I, I just I hate the fact that you're right about that, but you're right about that. But, <laughs> and the, the Mitchells somehow avoid being snapped up and taken into these little pods, and then they are uh, on a mission to destroy all the robots. It sounds it sounds silly, but the silliness and the quirkiness can't be kind of with all like those weird. What do you like those weird um like um how they bridged sections together and like those weird yeah. like, two second screens that are hilarious. Um, well, it just works. Well, so here's the thing. So I haven't said much about this yet. Um, where you guys clearly both loved it. Listen, I have no problem with this movie. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Way better than the other movie we watched this week. I don't think it hits as much for me because I think it's a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I didn't need every time there's something, there doesn't have to be like a wacky filter effect and everything. I think <laughs> some listen, big production, like yeah. it didn't have to be that way. And I think you still get the same quality of movie. Cause after like legitimately the 50th time, something like that happened. I was just like, it's going to be like this the whole movie. Yeah. But I mean, a, it didn't happen 50 times, but I know what you mean. No, it's come on, close. dude. It happens a lot, <laughs> but Here's the thing. Yeah, I guarantee you it happens once every five minutes here's, in this movie. Here's the thing, though. It worked for me, and it made it made some of the jokes full circle. Which well, sure, I, which they, I they, they were they, they were very smart in their writing of this. Yeah. So yeah. So I mean, like, like I appreciated the forethought and it not just being in there because you know just to put something else in the no, screen. I, I definitely understand why they, they did it. it. Yeah. So definitely understand why they did it. Yeah, I mean, um. So for anybody who's not familiar with this. Um, this the people that do write this are the Phil Lord and uh, the Chris Miller people. Um, they did the Lego movie. They did Into the Spider-Verse. They did, um, well, the second Lego movie as well. Um, and this this really looks like a cross between Into the Spider-Verse and Claudia with a Chance of Meatballs, which Chris told me verbatim that day, and I wasn't listening to him. Came to him three hours later. He's like, you know, this really reminds me of Claudia with a Chance of Meatballs. He looked me dead in the face and goes, I said that to you, and I went, 
<laughs> well, no shit. <laughs> like, I just, I completely didn't hear any of that. <laughs> he just looked at me with this blank look on his face. He's like, you can take my ideas. It's fine. Yeah, two stories, but I mean, it's, it's all right. <laughs> Full disclosure about how things really happen here. We had a discussion that I half listened to and then came back with an idea that he already said. So, excellent. Yeah. But um, I really do think this movie's a little bit too in the face. Like, I don't know if it's trying to push relevancy, maybe. I don't get it. Um, because I don't think it needs it. Yeah. yeah. Um, because there's a very solid story in here. And it, God damn, it's pretty. Um, yeah, it it really, like, they are very clever with what they do, which is why I'll be semi-hypocritical during some of the, the side cut scenes. Like, they put real thought into how they did that. Yeah. Um, I just think there's too much of it. Yeah, no, I got you. Yeah, so. no. I, I, I can see exactly where you're coming from on it, mm-hmm. too. Like, you know, a different version of me. Could could we agree with you, you know, verbatim right now? I get that. But, I mean, the real star of this movie is the dog. Yes. yes. 100%. 100%, right? Let's talk about the weird Every other member of this family probably sucks. So, yeah. at least no, in their own realm of suck. You know, funny, my favorite characters were Manchi the dog and the two robots. The, the two robots. Yeah. The brother yeah. and sister robot. I, from, from those I love it when there were so many good comments, so much great comedy revolving around the robots. Yeah. Like, yeah. When, like when they're when they're like trying to get away from the other robots and they're like, yeah. guys, find a robot and get rid of them. And then they, they look at each other and they say, I see you. And the other one's like, I see you. And they're like, we won. <laughs> <laughs> This, this I was just like, go, go make the kill code. He's like, all right. Yeah. He just pops it out of his finger. <laughs> it's like, come on. For them being attacked by washers and dryers. Oh, and yeah. Yep. That actually would be mostly terrifying. Be, yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. I dad's just an animal just knocking refrigerators over oh, like, yeah. left and right. Like, yep. Smacking them ah. out of the way. <laughs> you love the Furby army also? The Listen, the Furby is a cool callback because well, because parents are going to get that. The kids have no idea. The funniest thing about the Furby is when they're making the weird Furby noises and what it's the subtitles. He's oh, like, yeah. now my darkness will reign. <laughs> like, that that was hilarious. Yeah. We're like, we will summon the Lord. And like this giant Furby walks yep. out of the cage. The world's largest Furby. Yep. Yeah. Like that really dark, really twisted. Hilarious. Yep. <laughs> it is really fun. I mean, we'll not get that at all. But I appreciated that. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, okay, this is cool. Because, like, a kid's not going to care. They're like, just, what, what is I will this avenge you, my children. <laughs> what is this creature? You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but, uh, at the time, my wife saw that scene. It had no other comics. She was like, those are terrifying. Those used to be terrifying. Still it, are. You know what I mean? It was it was kind of it was a cool call. Me, 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 me. Oh God. <laughs> um, there was a lot of good this movie does move at an extremely fast pace, too. Well, it's it's a long movie. So that's the thing. Yeah, this movie is for a, especially for an animated kids movie, this movie is longer than I thought it was going to be. Thanks, Netflix. Well, it's, again, though, Netflix has a problem with that. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. <laughs> this, is, this is it's an hour and fifty-one minutes. That's a long yeah. time. With, it's an hour forty-five solid. Look, okay, with yeah. with trailers in theaters, that would be two twenty-five easy. Just about, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's a, it's long, a long time, time to hold a kid's attention. Yeah, man. The good thing about this, there's always something happening. Yes. There's no downtime in this movie, yeah, and it's very flashy. So like, so so you you use the the term in your face mm-hmm. with uh, with some of the stuff. This movie is very much in your face oh, yeah. the whole time. Like whether... hit you in the hammer with in the face with a hammer with well, some parts. Like, uh, you know, you it, can't miss the plot. No, no, <laughs> the plot, the action, the jokes, and even you know, like it's all it the comedy. Like it's so very, it's very much just. It's loud. The whole movie's loud. 
And it works because they stick to it the whole time. They don't pull away. They kind of let it, they kind of just, they know what they're going to do with this and they just ride it, which I did appreciate that. I had a lot of fun with this. A lot of, I laughed so much in this stupid ass movie. I did too. I laughed it's like funnier like, than it deserved to be. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. I had to pause at one time. I had to stop it and go back because in the end, when they're having that Skype call and those two robots were like, she's saying hello to her, her family, and the two robots are like, "Hello, slovenly girl," and then they just keep doing what they're doing. It's like that was. Yeah. I was laughing so hard I almost couldn't breathe. But oh, the the whole there's a, the whole sky scene at the are end. Are you my mother now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Well, she just grabs him and. The whole sky scene where, where, where the um the the song callback comes on from uh from like the talent show mm-hmm. that whole scene was so awesome in every way it was just fun I've never I can't remember the last time I watched a kid just movie and just was like just enjoying myself with what was happening on the screen well see that's the thing now with like most kids movies like they have to be able to appear appeal at least on some level to most parents yes because if we don't want to watch it. We don't care if our kids watch it. Exactly. So yeah. well, that's, that's very well, important. Well, if you don't want to watch it, your kids can't watch it because you don't know you're not going to take them. Well, when it's on Netflix, it. so it's a kind of a different yeah. story because like Netflix has their own whole kids section. This will absolutely be part of that. It's it's full on PG. Yep. Um, there's nothing for them to have to worry about. They can just turn it on whenever they want. So, and I, listen, I think kids are going to like this movie. I think honestly, more adults are going to like it. For there are some really funny adult related things mm-hmm. that kids won't understand. Um, which is totally fine. You got yeah. that whole Shrek syndrome going on. Yep. Where that, that same joke hits twice. Yep. <laughs> and it's funny both times, yep. which is good. So I want to ask you guys just on the whole, the whole joke part. What was your, what is, what is the thing you guys laughed at the hardest in this? I think for me personally, it had to be the Furby thing. Okay. Because like when he's, when the giant Furby comes stomping through and like, they just like burn those little Furbies. He's like, I will avenge my children. <laughs> and like, all you hear is the Furby going, bruh, 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 bruh. <laughs> and it's just coming across the bottom. And it's just, I've been, I've been bathed in the darkness. <laughs> like, it's, it's so twisted. Yep. But you're like, holy yeah. shit. <laughs> what about you, Grayson? Uh, I mean, the jokes of the, the, the good cop dog, that was oh, yeah. that's funny to me only because like that's not not that those not that that exact thing but those very simple films are films that kids her age make. Was like, yeah, yeah. One of her first movies, like she was looking at the ground, then a tree, then the sky. Like that's like a student film. Like that is, that hit the actually. You know what joke really like made me think for a second when they're walking into the when they finally get to Silicon Valley and they're walking in, they're talking about the robot. The one robot corrects him. He's like, "That's actually a horrible." <laughs> like it's basically yeah. tells him it's racist. Yeah, yeah. Like I laughed really hard yep. about that because like that's really kind of like borderline <laughs> edgy because you're like that's actually a horrible stereotype that yep. we don't like to talk about <laughs> and it's just like i just like to educate you yes this is a stereotype that's yeah. also hyper relevant hilarious too. it's <laughs> also <laughs> hyper relevant of like oh yeah, yeah that that's what super funny that's what so, it is you know borderline so the point where i laughed the hardest in this movie was when they're they're on the family trip and she's making the mini movie and they get to the um the point where it's like they're like uh, like in this beautiful park and like she, like you see the scenery and then the dad goes goes I just signed us up for a seven hour donkey ride <laughs> and then the next scene is them like like traveling on the mount on like Mount Mordor 
with like in this storm and he's like he's like we have to make it to the end or we're all going to die and then someone says what about prancer and he says, and he says he's already he's already lost, he's already lost. He's no, no 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 you know what he says he, you see the you see the he's donkey in the, he's in the river <laughs> no 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 you see what he says the, you see the donkey flowing in the river, and then you hear the dad say, "No, he, he belongs to the canyon now." <laughs> I laughed so hard. I have laughed every yeah. time I watched it. But, okay, but what about the cutbacks when she's like, "Wait, really, Dad? You figure out how to how to use a computer?" And then like it cuts to him. I'm like, "He, I ordered twelve swippers on Amazon," <laughs> and, then, and then he's like crying in the corner because he can't figure out. That is kind of relevant for me and Roger because we uh, deal with that oh, every yeah. day. Uneducated the whole, the, people. the whole, like missing the, the the English button by like like a centimeter and turning on on Espanol, and you'll never get it off. Happens <laughs> more than you think in real life. It's and it, it, that was funny. Actually, you know what part I just thought about that I thought was really funny when they get to the Dino Land. And the kid's like, he was like, I have to speak to the manager. He's like, these dinosaurs are mis- grossly misunderrepresented. <laughs> and he's like, this one should have feathers. Yep, and he's, yep. just, he's running through, like, pointing at the things that are wrong on some shitty roadside attraction <laughs> in Wisconsin. Well, I like how the, how the billboard is like, Dino-Dad! And there's, like, explosions behind it, and they show up there, and it's like, there's the saggy... It's like a, it's like a sad balloon. The saggy <laughs> long necks being held up by some metal pole. <laughs> this place sucks. <laughs> You know what it made me think of, and this is only because I've seen the movie so many times. Was um, what was the where did they go in a was it Bill no, Tommy Boy? He's like, oh, Dino Land. What was that? Oh, Petrified oh. Forest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, oh, Petrified Forest. After he hits him in the face with. <laughs> <a two-by-four>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it made me think of too. Was that kind of? But no, there are a lot of really. You're right though, Chris. They commit to the style and they keep on going, and they keep coming back to the same jokes, which. Like, um, what's the show? Uh, it had a fourth and fifth season. Um, Arrested Development. The jokes that they, they they all built on each other. So if if you didn't get the early stuff in the season, you you didn't really get the jokes going into the rest of it. But like that's what this movie did. On that's that to me that's a that's a that's a strength. Yeah, no, it is. Completely. And there's and there's there's all like, there's these small subtle things that that they do that are really smart too. Like when, when they're when they're infiltrating as robots, and Dad has like a red has like a red sharpie where the red light should be. Drawing a little red light. Yeah, like, it was like, <laughs> and it's it's terrible, like terribly done, but it's hilarious. Or when they stuff the dog in the helmet and he's riding on the little kid's head, he's like, <laughs> "This is squishy and weird." <laughs> What about the montage where he he keeps uh, the dad keeps kissing the dog? Or the dog. Oh yeah, that was awesome. That was that so was, good. that was actually funny. It was hilarious. Like the whole whole cut scene of him, like the dog's tongue in the dad's <laughs> mouth. Yeah. Um, you know another part I, I just laughed her hysterically at was when Pal had um the the apple guy or the was it Pal when Pal had the Pal guy held hostage and she she's like, what do you think could happen to human? He's like. Well, humanity deserves to be saved. It's going to band together, and like this sad music plays, and then she talks to one of the robots, who which then kicks him in the nuts. Oh, he hits oh. him right in the nuts. <laughs> and I, and my, my wife was like, "I can't believe that's in a kids' movie, but it's hilarious." She hit him, hit him right in the nuts. That, 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 she laughed harder at that point than anything else in the movie. Forgot because, about that. because what he said was so was so hallmarky and like. Yeah, that very you know anyone can You'll say find that. out the humans will rally. We deserve no chance to be saved. <laughs> yeah. <Land. laughs> yep. All right, dork. Yeah. <laughs> all, all of this is like a byproduct of the story, which is a daughter going off to college. She's not okay with her. She's just, she just wants to get away. 
You know, we didn't talk about this, but we probably should. But well, here's the yeah, thing. story's here's, kind of irrelevant. No one cares. Nah, I, I disagree with you. I think that was what was held. Well, the whole, the whole the whole real story of this is their family coming together to actually be a family yeah. for, for the first time in God knows how long. Mm-hmm. So, so I mean, the only two things I have a problem with this movie are is a the girl's story and how and how how young she seems. Well, she's supposed to be like 18. Yeah, yeah, well, at least. But in, she's supposed to be going up to college. She acts like she's, you know, 14, 15, 16. I have a problem with that. And I can't stand the brother's voice. Oh, he's, it's pretty bad. That's like an adult man. Well, that, that was, he was one of the, he's one of the writers. He's Michael Rianda. I think he's. Well, I'm happy for him for writing credits, but uh, he should have found someone else to play that part. Did he get paid twice? No. <laughs> I mean, oh, he, he wouldn't have gotten, he would have just got one inflated some, but I don't. Yeah, I was kind of that was one of the few things that I wasn't crazy about too. It's like because it, it it makes it it makes me feel like the brother's weird and creepy. He is weird. He is creepy. weird and creepy. <laughs> yeah, he's just an adolescent male. Come on. Which means not only is he weird and creepy, he probably smells weird too. Oh yeah, all the time. Did There's you no did you it. love the other family, which is um John Legend, Chrissy Teigen, and yeah. Charlie Yee? I love the little kid is also weird. Yeah, also heavy in the dinosaurs, yeah. <laughs> which is it's it's eye rolly eye rolly convenience, but it, it just it works. It's in this funny. Movie. It's fine. See, like see, when when a movie is good and well written, you're able to forgive it easier for for that sure. kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Because it all works for it. Well, so, even because listen, if that's the worst thing you got to deal with in this movie. Yep. That's pretty good. Yeah, when my biggest pet peeve is that the nineteen year old is acting like a sixteen year old. See, I never got that vibe. I just think she was she was acting well, I mean she had a little brother she kinda had to it's dumb because herself. You're, it's because you're out of touch with reality and that's fine. I'm not. I'm I'm usually the one that said the character <laughs> He said, I'm not. <laughs> I'm I'm usually the one that says the character didn't act a certain age. I'm usually the one that makes that I rebuke your comments. Sir. I don't think that she I mean, she had a younger brother who she had to do the Raptor Bash with. I get that. I don't. I think she acted her age when she was. I mean, given the fact that she just wanted to get away from her family, didn't want to talk about it. She didn't want to hurt their feelings. But well, let's talk away. about why she's really trying to get away from her family, though. Because really, it's pretty shitty. Yeah. You know, like they're they're not great together. No. No. But I mean, obviously, this story, Grace, and this—you ought to love the human element in this movie. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, of course I did. Yeah, you you should have been all about it. And I was oh. almost—I was so when when I when when the ending, how you see how it almost plays out. I was so excited, and then they and then they use it for and admittedly, I think a brilliant trick. But when they when when the robots are pulling someone up on the table who looks lifeless, I was so excited. I was like, oh my God, yes! You wanted a sacrifice and a. Child's movie. Hey, I didn't. I'm not the one who did it. They're the ones that Dragon did it. And yeah, you, and you didn't think that it was gonna be dog kissing dad and mouth. I did. Did you see that coming? No, <laughs> I did. I did not. No, you don't even lie. You're one of those people that like I knew the guy on the floor and saw was the killer the whole time. No, you didn't. You're a liar. Oh, hold on, hold on. You're that's that's a liar. completely different a scenario. No, Listen, this is this is a rated PG children's movie. You really I thought Chris was dead? And second, my my useless superpowers is predicting things. In movies I, no, no, no. I, I I get it. You may not be, you you may have predicted that she wasn't dead, but there's no way in hell you knew it was a dog thing. There's no. Well, way. I didn't know that. I didn't know it was a dog thing, but I definitely knew the kid wasn't dead. Well, I mean, but there's no way Chris knew it was a dog thing. There's no effing way. I don't care who you are. There's no way. I like how you doubt me, sir, but I prove you wrong around. Well, I'm not. I'm not doubting you. I'm just saying. There's. It's been a while since we've seen that. You can't actually prove it. Neither can he. Exactly. So, if that weird, what's the wavy question mark thing or the wavy equal <laughs> sign? Or maybe it equals. Um, Capri Sun. Capri Sun, baby. 
I did how they tried to. I, I, I mean, I, I did. I guess. I guess appreciate how in the end they tried to make it when they were video video talking. She 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 mentions a girl's name and said, "Are you guys official? Are you are you going to bring her home for Thanksgiving?" They kind of slid that one in there. Um, yeah, every, every, everything about this movie is twenty twenty. That's twenty twenty one. There's nothing wrong with that, is is there? No, the movie's I mean, fine. It didn't. It, it doesn't. Would this movie make you mad if you found out the uh, the clearly gay woman was gay? <laughs> no. Was, no, I just thought that was one of those things that, like, again, it was like one of those like I think edgier things to put into this movie. Yeah, yeah, it is. Like, okay, it is. But here's the thing: it doesn't need that though. But it doesn't hurt it for the way they did it. You know that that that's where it does a smart. I actually, thing. I actually had forgotten about that. Until we I, started I did too. But it's it's one of those things where like they they could have done that in a in a way that like what felt forced and then and then and then it becomes eye rolly. You know did if. This movie doesn't change at all or lose any credence with me if that scene's in there or not. Well, okay, well, let me let, let me ask you one step further on that same question. What if that? I mean, I'm, it, it wasn't, but what if that was the reason why she just wanted to get away because she couldn't tell her family that? What if that was? I mean, would that would that have been too much for this movie? Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay that's, so. that's fair. I just thought of you know what if that was. No, the I, I know. I know what you're getting at. Yeah. But no, I don't think that's the case. I think. Yeah. I mean. I mean. That, it's a whole other story element now. Yeah. That's instead of you know where they're already at, which 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 this movie. If there's one problem with this movie is there's a lot going on. Logistics and everything. It's just hard to figure out. I but I mean for as long as being along for the ride, I I thought this was a hell of a time, man. I just thought oh, this, this was good. this is a great movie. I mean it's. It's a shame it's not being released theatrically. I mean, I, I know Netflix it gets it gets the maximum exposure it can possibly get, but I just I wish this had been re- released theatrically. Not so that I, the world's not place to do that, I, but I brought this up with uh, Roger earlier. I'll ask you, and I'll I'll mention it to you too, Grayson. This movie is really good, and it's own and like it's a Netflix movie, so it, it does the whole thing where it runs a little long, but that's fine. We had such a good time with this. Do you remember what the last kids movie we watched on Netflix was? Do you know when you're asking me if I know? I know. We know. I know. Yeah. I I, I can't recall right right now. No. What, what what is it? It's Animal Crackers. Holy crap! Well, there's the, well that's what what I, but this wasn't. I don't think this was a. Was this always supposed to be a Netflix thing? Was this like from from? See, like, so here's the thing. I don't know because this is a Sony movie. This yeah. is a Sony Animation Studio movie. Yeah. So I don't know. No, this this didn't start as a Netflix product. Netflix just bought it. Um, I mean, good for them though because they made the right call. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they bought a good one. Well, the thing is, listen, we've seen bad. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, they yeah, like animal animal <laughs> But this movie just gets this movie just and like Leap wasn't great either, but that was from years ago. But this, but this movie to me just it's not going to get the attention it deserves. I mean, it did get nominated for an award, and maybe some people watch it because of that. But man, I just the the, the comedy in here is so good. Talk about I mean, it. Tell your friends, and it'll get hit. Yeah, I mean, it'll I think uh, I'll be happy to tell people, especially if they have kids. I mean, you don't have to have kids to watch this movie, obviously, but this is a good, good movie for the family to watch. I, I think, think it's, it'll be very it's enjoyable. Be on number one through twenty, currently trending on Netflix Kids for the next you know month. It's gonna, it's gonna get seen. It's gonna it, Netflix does its thing. Um, and what do you think about? I just want to ask you this because Danny McBride usually does more, you know, edgier rated R things. How did you? I mean, does this change your outlook on Dan McBride, or do you think he did a great job with? No, this? it makes me think that I should be able to do voice acting if Danny McBride can. There you go. <laughs> well, there, there are there are times when he. I mean, I cannot distinguish who if it's if it's him or it's um, Seth Rogen. But I mean, isn't but, that perfect for a voice actor where like you kind of know who it is? Yeah. 
in like you don't necessarily like you're like oh that's so and so and you know you don't have to worry about that but I mean, you, my animal well, crackers have what emily blunt and krasinski in it well they, 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 I mean, i'm sure they got i'm sure they got you know back end on that but i mean it's right. forgot about that how did so olivia coleman i'm sure if most people and i mean by most people i mean the average viewer if 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 out of 100 i would bet i would bet 90 people wouldn't be able to pick out that that's, that that's olivia coleman no there's no way um, I mean, Eric Andre, no. Um, Linda, Maya Rudolph, no. Uh, Abby Jacobson, the the main, the main. I see Maya Rudolph maybe because she does a lot of, um, a lot of voice work now. Does she? Yeah. Okay, maybe I'm just. Yeah, but I, to me, like, I've always wondered why people were cat. Oh, no, this I mean, isn't an overly huge voice cast, which is weird because, like, you think. I mean, this is a. A1. But that's okay. This is a triple A movie totally for Sony, though. You think that Sony would have wanted triple A talent? I mean, they got triple A talent, just not the talent you would have, you know. But listen, they something. didn't. They didn't have to spend a lot of money to get a very serviceable cast that works well together, and that's okay. And, and they, I mean, they did have John Legend as well, and Conan, Conan O'Brien, and yeah, it's just. Um, I had a great time with this. I just, I, it's a shame that it's not going to get seen by more people. You know, I was just actually talking about stuff where you don't have to have a giant star to begin to make something. I was just reading an article from like 2012 about uh, them casting a relative nobody, Chris Hemsworth for Thor and how Marvel had already cast a relative nobody in Chris Evans as Captain America. (laughs) Like, think about that. You don't always have to have the big star to to do that. Hold hold, hold on a second. And, so in 2010, Chris Evans wasn't. That was when they were filming Captain America. It came out 2011. Mm-hmm. So Chris Evans wasn't Chris Evans yet. Uh, he, he, was, he was Johnny Storm. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was Flame On. That's, that's yeah. the biggest thing he was in, really. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I didn't. I mean, you're you're right. I I remember the seeing Thor. Thing. And Hemsworth was in was in Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. I think was his biggest role. He dies like half hour of that movie. Yep. Like not even that long is it? I think it's about uh, half. Hour. <laughs> it blows up on the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you're but right. Yeah, so that, I mean, that's the thing. You get somebody you've never done before, give him a chance. Give him a ball. Oh, right okay, there. okay. Well, yep. I mean, he was in the Sunshine was Academy Award winning. Uh, but that's pretty much it. There you go, yeah. <laughs> he was Way a voice to drive in, home my point, buddy. Nice. He was he was a voice in TMNT. I mean, Fantastic Four, uh, Battle for Terra, which I thought was gonna do great numbers, but it didn't push was push was terrible awesome. yeah you're right okay yeah okay that's a good point i'm gonna look at chris hemsworth <laughs> they're, they're they're both uh, chris's yes it's a strong <laughs> name let's look at hemsworth before before thor see i think this is where we're gonna have a star trek i mean he was kirk but he's well, only for like, like 40 seconds yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're right you're, you're right that was so his earliest credit is 2002 but he from 2002 to 2007 he's got five things credited. So and then 2009 he's Kirk, and then he goes up from that. But yeah, you're, you're right. He's been in more Marvel movies than he did in his career before that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he's been in two Huntsman movies, Ghostbusters. Yeah, Twelve Strong, which was not very good. No, I didn't think that movie was great. Extraction Two is announced. Um, Furiosa, which is what is that? That was supposed to be the oh, that's the next Mad that's Max. Mad, yeah, next Mad Max. Give me that. Yes, I want to. I, I need to watch that. You know, there, there's actually, road, baby. I actually heard a rumor that Mel is being Mel's in that cast. 
Good. He better be. Well, he's the original Mad he's Max. He's Max, bro. Yeah. Or a version of Max. All right. Well, back to that was interesting. Interesting uh, article you read, Roger. I'd like to read that. Send, send that to me, please. Poor no. Four. Thanks. Appreciate that. That's actually, <laughs> it's, it's actually the response I expected, so I don't know why I asked. But, right, let's okay. score it. Let's score it. Okay, I'll go first since I, you know, as wildly this is this to me is an eight and a half. So I loved it that much. I thought it was super clever. The writing is fantastic. Um, I, I I went into this expecting good things and came out absolutely loving. So I mean, I'm gonna give it eight and eight and a half. That's where it sits with me. I'll go ahead and go. Um, so I, I'm not going to give it quite that high. I think this movie is a solid seven and a half. Um, this is what I I wanted without remorse to be <laughs> when I'm giving out scores. But no, this movie, it, it's above average. It's pretty good. And I'll be anxious to see if we actually do make a second one of these. Um, because I don't know where you'd make the story go if there was a second one. But this is definitely... Ooh, nice. Um... But this is definitely very watchable for a family. I think most people will like this movie very much. So, this movie's hilarious. This movie has action that's off the charts. This is better than some Marvel movies, action wise. <laughs> this movie's great. My kid has seen it five times and, is, and all on her own loves it. This movie's a nine. This is a Whoa. great, great movie. Oh, damn it. I wanted to give it a nine. Damn it. So much fun with this movie. Give me more of it. I will watch this anytime my kid wants to turn it on. Yes, man. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I, that, my first, my when I when I first turned it off, it was nine and a half. Then I'm like, wait. Then I like, I sat down with myself on a piece of paper and like, wrote, like I do my thing and like, okay, I don't think it's perfect, but I the story with the family could have been a little stronger. Grayson would have gave it a nine. Would have been the same score he gave Little Women. Nine and a half. I gave Little, <laughs> little Women. I don't know about. It. I think you gave it a nine. <laughs> no, I gave Little Women nine. We talked about this a lot. I Just gave Little Women nine and a half. Thing. I mean, I should have given it a 10. I'm, I'm, I'm only a coward. A coward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> coward. Uh, yeah, so that's um, – all right. I'm glad we got to talk about these movies. I um, It's good to have two, a, a week where we get to talk about two movies that we kind of dug. Even if they weren't great, we kind of dug. Yeah, them, that's you know. that's a thing. I wish one of them was better than the other. Well, I expected it to be the other way around. I mean that for real. Yep. <laughs> Surprise. Well, I mean <laughs> – yeah, I was. It's funny how sometimes movies can surprise you. But this has been episode 225 of For the Love of Cinema. Each new episode posts every Tuesday morning at 5 a.m. on the podcast service of your choice of the following five iTunes, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two, rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you for listening. Please check out the show on Twitter at Love Cinema Pod. I am at Grayson Maxwell One. I am at Rod Stillian. I'm Christopher Bond. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and YouTube as well. Send us an email to for the love of cinema podcast at gmail.com. And next week we're talking about wrath of man and invincible, which is a, it's an Amazon animated show about superheroes. Getting a lot of big buzz. It is uh, what's it have on Rotten Tomatoes, gentlemen? 98. Yeah. It's, that's review pretty well. high. So, all right, we're going to talk about this next week. And Roger, Bob, can you please do us the honors? Don't. I just want everybody to know if you've listened to this point, that Grayson's edited out something because he got all mumbled mouth in the middle and forgot what he was talking about. Dog, hilarious. Pig, dog, pig, dog, pig. Dog. <laughs> loaf of bread, loaf of bread. <laughs>
But I mean, that's just, you know. Next trailer. Next trailer. Did you guys watch it? Watch them all. Yeah. Why wouldn't we? All right. Well, let's 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 talk about the Keanu movie. The Keanu movie. There was no Keanu movie Keanu. trailer. I'm sorry. I wrote it down. I can't find it. No, I'm, okay, I'm definitely cutting this part out. So are you? <laughs> I, can't, I, I didn't put the name for the fucking trailer down. I don't. What was the trailer? See, I thought you were just testing us to see if we watched no. it. Wait, yeah, was there a movie. Keanu movie? No, no, it was the French movie. Whatever that oh, one was. The Annette movie with Adam Driver. Oh, God, all right, hold on, hold on, Adam Driver, hold on. Adam Driver. Okay, hold on, calm down. You need to reset here. <laughs> yeah, I know. So you can yeah, pick back up. Yeah, I, okay, I'm fine. Fucking hell. All right. I mean, you have to edit this, not me. So. All right. Let's okay. Just okay. I'd rather see Unless, the movie. 